You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, people at home! What's up with that? You ready? If I can be serious for a minute, for the love of God, stay away from the deep of dogs. Move to the music, play like music, move it to the music, yeah. Acknowledge me. Gentlemen, welcome back to the DWI podcast. My name is PC Tunney. I am your commissioner and the commissioner of the United States of damn, damn, damn Americas. And I am joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, the other half of the world's greatest tag team never. He's an architect. He's a scientist. He'll get you drunk. And he makes one hell of a brisket. It's DPP. And apparently this month I'll be a moving man as well. So I got to learn how to do packing and play my best Tetris. I think you'll be okay. I believe in you. Um, folks, that's my way of saying uh, I'll see you when you get to the new house. I believe in the moving company that I'm going to hire. <laughs> yeah, I believe in him too. <laughs> I believe in him too. Well, let me tell you, folks. And it's not because I'm a bad friend. I'm just retired from moving. <laughs> I've oh. done a lot of it. My day. I've done a lot of it in my day. <laughs> I am not. Uh, I am not about moving myself or I, anybody else I, anymore. It is not worth the money. I will. I tell you what I will do to help you out is, and I'll even put it out there on air. Is when drink you move the into alcohol the house, that'll be on my. <laughs> to get to the, your chair in that in that new bar in the basement. We'll do that anyway. Yes. Uh, <laughs> When you get all the shit delivered, 
yeah, I'll come over the first week or weekend and I'll help you move stuff inside the house. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Hopefully the movie company gets it right the first time. August 6th. (laughs) (laughs) August 6th. I know your work schedule now, baby. You'll be available. (laughs) Damn it. That crap. That's bullshit. I can't just say, oh, yeah, I got work this weekend. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. So, yeah, we we did go golfing last weekend, though, DP and I, and um, my brother-in-law. We had a good time. Um, over at the old Pewaukee Golf Club, so that was that was nice. But your golfing days, yeah, DP is moving, folks. If you didn't catch yeah. the drift of the story we've been telling right here to start the show, he uh, right now he lives about forty minutes or so away from me. I would say, depending on the lights and the traffic and how fast you want to put the pedal down, between thirty-five and forty-five minutes. But um, he's moving back to, to where we kind of grew up. And uh, what are you going to be? Maybe five minutes away, six minutes away? <laughs> From you? Yeah. Uh, 15. It's 15. I mapped it out. It's not. What if you, if you if I could ride a bike to your house in 15 minutes? <laughs> We're by 15-minute drive to from, my, from the new house to your house. Are you talking no about way. the current house? No, I'm talking about where the new house is. You're telling me it's going to take you 15 minutes to go 68 blocks? That's what I, I looked it up, man. That's what it said. No, it's wrong. We're going oh. to oh. test that theory. Well, I blame Mapple then. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Mapple. Do you use a Do you use a Waze or Mapple or anything when you go anywhere? Do you have a specific one or do you just use your iPhone maps? I use the iPhone maps, which I call Mapple. Yeah. Mapple. Oh, that's what you call Mapple. Yeah, that's mm. what they call Maple. Okay, it's I maps, it. It's like, Apple Maps. Maple. Yeah, I got, I got it. Thanks Map, for explaining. Maple. Ring the bell. The two two words together. Ring the bell. And we get it. <laughs> <laughs> I also use said app, but I know where I'm going. I don't like. I know the shortcuts. You know, Most I guess it's nice to know but... instruction ahead of time. The Waze app or whatever. I don't know. A lot of people sometimes say that that doesn't work. Like you push to go somewhere and they're like, oh, sorry, we're not working right now. <laughs> what are they, France? Oh, oh. I don't even use the <laughs> I don't even use the uh, navigation system in my car. Like I have one built in and I don't even use it. I don't even bother. It's funny. You can get it. You can get your car to do a navigation system. And what do you think that navigation system is hooking up to? But the same shit. So why can't you get Wi-Fi in your car? You can get Wi-Fi in your car. Yeah, but isn't it expensive? I think so. There's a lot of cars that have it, that have that option. But yeah, you're paying for it. I don't know how much. You just see I don't know how much wi- it is. It's not worth it to me, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't you just... obviously connecting you to the navigation. What is a hotspot hot and unlimited data, though? You could do that, too. Just be able... Well, yeah. Depending, it'd be a little, might be a little slower, but so what? Yeah, but so what? So what? So play what you're drinking. So let's dance. <laughs> Drink it in, man. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Pour my beer down the sink. I've got more in the trunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. Fuck you, I'm drunk. And I'm going to be drunk till the next time. Yeah. 
finally on Fridays when we record, I can say I may very well be drunk until the next time I'm drunk. Because it's welcome back to the weekends from PC Tunny. I'll take you better watch out. And in on, I am drinking what I always drink. My go-to combo in the recliner, recording podcasts, watching TV, whooping people's ass on Fortnite. It's a can of Miller Lite. <laughs> and, and, and it's some, uh, some screwball whiskey uh, on the rocks. DP, you look like you have a hard orange soda there. Is that a true story, or is that just orange soda? It is, or is it a Mike's? It is a Mike's. It's a Mike's. I got a hard mango Mike's here right now. Whoop. Just got back from the store. <laughs> picked some up. So, first one of the evening. I'm sure it won't be the last as we continue our packing. And you have your uh, Miller Lite Fortnite right over there. Good to know. Tastes great. All right, well, that's what you're drinking. And, folks, right now you're listening to the 331st edition of the podcast known as DWI. We'll be right back. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Before we get into the meat and potatoes today, and folks, I say it that way because they're only talking two things. Let me tell you, you should head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt. Plenty of great designs. You can get it in soft style. Feels great on your epidermis. Makes a great gift as well. Father's Day is coming up. You think, Dad, oh, Father's Day is over. It happened already. Sure, Dad. That's right. Wrong with me. You know what's wrong with me? I'm not wearing a pro. I'm not wearing a T-shirt for ProWrestlingTees.com forward right. slash the chair shot. It'll help you think better as well. That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. And make sure you're checking out thechairshot.com. Always using your head there. Plenty of great analysis 
plenty of great reviews from Stephen Mitchell, plenty of great writing from Andrew Belaz, music to wrestling and everything in between, and tons of podcasts galore right there, also on Chairshot Radio Network, all of your favorite streaming platforms. Dan, let's let everybody know what's happening on the 331st edition. Well, well we're waiting. Well, it's the big show. We just stop short for the sheet. Nobody stops short on my wife. <laughs> We're going to get to that episode. <laughs> that was not this week's episode, but... <laughs> That's my move. That's my move. That's my move. All right, like I said, meat and potatoes. We got Money in the Bank thoughts. And we're going to handle Seinfeld Season 3, Episode 4, The Dog. Uh, before we get into it and and have a, a, a ringing bell, thanks uh, once again to Joey Bag of Donuts. You can follow him at Joey Bag of O-V of Donuts on Twitter. He's a super fun follow. He'll interact with you. Listen to his uh, podcast, the, the Donut Bag. Huge wrestling fan. Huge sports fan. Uh, been named Pittsburgh's greatest Twitter uh, follow years running. Uh, just a super cool guy. Very knowledgeable as well. Very nice guy as well. Uh, he has a super cute dog. So uh, check him out. Just wanted to thank him. Uh, but this week, Money in the Bank thoughts, Seinfeld, DP, ring the bell. I'm all over the place. I haven't drank enough yet. I'm like I'm like three quarters <laughs> of my first beer and had a sip of whiskey, so I'm pretty sober. Okay. I did a Enjoy. I did a sober podcast. Oh, um, bandwagon nerds! I was sober for this last week. Wow, someday sober, huh? Didn't you go? Uh, no. I was going. I went to a cookout. I went to Auntie Trisha's cookout after. Ah, uh, nice. I was gonna it's text good, you to come, but I wasn't gonna. But I wasn't gonna stay long, so I was like. You guys don't want to drive down from Sussex to go there, be there for an hour. <laughs> nope. But I'll tell you what, next year, baby. Yeah, back at all the uh, Auntie Trisha. Auntie Trisha puts together a good That's barbecue. A good party. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice backyard. Nice setup outside. There's always either ladder golf, volleyball, or whatever. Yeah. The food is ridiculous. Food's great. Agree. The chick, the grilled chicken they do is fantastic. Oh, and then, you know, you got Auntie Vicky's sweets, so you got, like, little mini chocolate brownies, oh, you got God. marshmallow chocolates, and all the rest yeah, that of whole That whole dining room table is full of whatever desserts you could possibly want. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Hello Dollies. If you've never had a Hello Dolly, look up what a Hello Dolly is. Hello. They're fucking phenomenal. <laughs> hello. Yeah, you will say hello when you eat. <laughs> all right. DP, Money in the Bank, I was thrilled to find out last week um, that it was Saturday. I was so much happier um, instead of Sunday night. But a lot of people made up, brought up an interesting point to that is a lot of people had off Monday. So why not have it that Sunday night because UFC was running on Saturday? Well, to that, I want to tell you there were a lot more fireworks lit off, I think, on the 3rd especially when you have the next day off than the fourth. And I know by us, the fourth kind of got rained on. Yeah. I'd say that'll, I, who gives a crap if you're off on a, yeah. on a Monday. I want it on Saturday. I want it on Saturday every time. I don't care. <laughs> I'd still rather have All it right. on Saturday. Let's get into the card. Did you think ahead of time, you know, we sit here and do this show, right? And, and, 
me especially, it will come on and give you predictions as to what PC Tunny thinks, not as to what I actually think will happen sometimes. Because could you tell Liv when she walked out? Because I could tell she was going to win when she walked out. And we've talked about these kind of things before. Is How's your poker face when you come out to the ring when something big's going to happen? You could tell right away. Then when she had the interview in the back and she said, I'm just worried about celebrating or this and that, like kind of giving off the fact that I like this was so much for me. Like, don't worry about me tonight without saying it. And sure enough. Right. Um, just your initial thought on, on the biggest thing that happened was they're giving live the ball and seeing if she can run with it now. Yeah, I know we talked about it before. I thought. You know, they missed the chance. If they wanted to, to pull the trigger on her, they would have done it. Um, I I don't, I never felt like she had the ability to do it, but if they're going to give her the shot and give her a chance here to run with it, fine. You know, um, she's definitely a fan favorite. I think, you know, I will be interested to see her one-on-one matches with the title if she's going to be wrestling Ronda Rousey at SummerSlam. Um, you know, you've been definitely the p- p- proponent to watching people when they come to the ring. And then, yeah, you're, you're a lot of years when you see that you're, you're right on that. That's, that's exactly what ends up happening. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting to start watching that. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I wasn't surprised, but I was surprised cause I, I just didn't think they were going to give her the title after all this time when it seemed like they could have, and they never did. So, I mean, definitely good for her. And I, you know, with, all the things that have happened in the women's division, you know, trying to get some, some somewhat fresh blood with the title, you know, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how how well she carries it, if she, and how long she carries it as well. So Ray Cash seen it too. He even he tweeted it out. Oh yeah, live winning tonight. She's already crying. Hashtag money in the bank. Mm-hmm. And I had seen that tweet. He did it at seven oh eight. And at 7.27, I went into the chat and was like, Liv looked a little too happy on her entrance. Just saying. <laughs> I'll bet. <laughs> I also tweeted, Pete, does, or no, I, in our DM, Church, I read a DM, I asked, does WWE have a place for Shotzi to practice professional wrestling? Question mark. Yeah, they used to have this place, I, I, I think it was in Florida or something. There's a some kind of performance as a center of performances of performing response is very linear to greg's which was if only they had a trading center i bet they could put one in orlando <laughs> <laughs> follow greg demarco as well Sarah. he's been an excellent twitter twitter, twitter follow uh, since he came back to twitter he took a little hiatus and he's come back and he makes a lot of great points the thing about greg is if you go on twitter he will interact with you and he will he will argue with you but he's doing he's not yelling He's making his points. So if you want to have a conversation with somebody on Twitter, instead of like you say something they disagree with and then it goes all out of nuclear on it, you know, go ahead and interact with Chair Shot Greg. He'll he'll actually listen to your arguments and then just give his counterpoints. Sorry, DP, go ahead. Yeah, fine. I just I was disappointed that Shotzi had such a bad night and that was my pick, and she looked terrible. I'm like, oh man, I'm like that was my pick. I'm like, give her a chance. No, probably better off they didn't just yet because <laughs> man, that was a that was a bad outing. <laughs> so. You know, and I understand that, you know, those multiple person matches are really can be a clusterfuck, right? You got to you got to really get the timing down. You really got to know what you want to do. But man, I just Oof. even in her tag matches and her 
that's probably we're just gonna hear random beer cracks today. There's no trivia, folks. If you're li- waiting for trivia, I'm sorry. Uh, go listen to a different episode. I mean, out of the last hundred or so, there's probably eighty or so of trivia, now, right? Right, but just about, not just about. But I don't know how long is this run for Liv? Does she give it back right away? Is she facing Ron at SummerSlam? I think that's the rumor. I don't know if it's official yet, but... I thought it was going to be her and Natty. I think Ronda's going oh, away. Oh, you're right. You're right. It is Natty. It's Natty. Sorry. Well, you know, she set it up for her, so I kind of think that's, that's right. what I read. Honestly, that's right. as I was asking you, I couldn't remember, hoping you would remember, and then as you said it, I remembered. So and then you I said it, so I remembered. You, <laughs> I wasn't trying to set you fail there i just didn't remember until i did <laughs> thanks a lot dr dickhead you totally fucked me there thanks a I lot know. dr dickhead you totally fucked me there <laughs> okay <laughs> I, I never get to use that sound bite such so <laughs> for some reason i thought oh, of that one yeah all right well we'll see what happens i mean then i don't see her losing it till Rumble, maybe Survivor Series if they don't like what she's doing. I'd like her. I'd like to see her carry it to the Rumble. That that would make sense. And then whatever they have planned for the WrestleMania women's titles, you know, that's that's WrestleMania. You know, that's the road to start it. So having whoever you want take it into WrestleMania at that point. If it's Liv, great. If she's doing good, fine. But I'm guessing they have a plan. Let's move on. Something had to be up when Theory lost the belt, right? So were your wheels kind of turning there? You know, I should have totally called that. I should have totally called that. Like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity for if they wanted to do it, take the title off of him and give him the money in the bank contract. That was, I mean, yeah, as soon as he lost, it was like, oh, yeah, he's getting inserted into this match and he's winning. Right, Right when he lost, you knew that was happening. Which was, I guess, a surprise in a sense because I'd, I think we all thought Theory versus Cena was coming up, you know, in some way, shape, or form, maybe with the U.S. title on the line or something. But they could still have that match, though. I think Platt was the one that was the one that said that match doesn't need a title. You know, no, it definitely doesn't need a title. It'd be interesting though if they wanted to put the U.S. title on the line just because of Cena's history with the U.S. title and the Open Challenge. Had some, you know, had some storyline built in if they wanted to, but definitely doesn't need it. Having well, the money in the bank contract on the line could be even more interesting where Cena could get that 17th opportunity. This has already been my prediction here. Uh, booking by PC Tunney, I've already thrown it out there. What's going to happen at SummerSlam is Cena says no to Theory uh, for a match until Theory puts the money in the bank contract on the line. Roman loses to Brock the first match of SummerSlam, and at the end of the night, Cena cashes in. Or whatever. Cena beats Theory first match and then cashes it in after Brock beats Roman. And then you can have Roman beat Cena at WrestleMania next year. Well, I I like that booking better because currently I think Theory has a rematch with Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam set up. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I think they already already locked that one in. Obviously, it could change. Subject card is always subject to change, but... I, I would certainly like to see that as a, as a better option because at this point, with him winning the Money in the Bank contract, I don't see him going back and winning the U.S. title to Bobby, against Bobby Lashley. So why why right. repeat that shot, give Lashley somebody else, and 
let theory do his thing. Not much else to talk about from this card. Usos retained. Makes sense. That was sense. a great match, Bianca. though. That was a great match. Yeah, that was a really good match. We're definitely Shout going to. to uh, yeah. Do you believe? We're definitely going to run that four... back because of the whole shoulder, the whole controversy of the shoulder up. They'll bring they'll bring that back you, at SummerSlam. Do you believe in Montez Ford as much as Chris and The Rock believe in him as the next big got that big thing? Do you think he can be the next big thing? I think he's got. He's great on the mic. He's a talker. Um, he, they have obviously been touting him gaining weight. You can tell they're talking about it all the time. He definitely looks like he's gaining weight, getting stronger, getting the bigger. Guts. They're gonna need. Sure. He's gonna need to do that, and obviously he's working on that. So you know that that's coming. I think he has all the tools to do it. He we obviously haven't seen him much in singles competition in, in long matches, so that part will be interesting. But I think he has all the tools to be that person if they give him the ball and let him try and run with it. Yeah. The big thing that you can't really teach is having that natural ability to play to the camera and the crowd, which he's great at, you know, and then you throw into the, the athleticism and the intelligence. He's just got to be a little bigger. Like you said, he doesn't have to be a lot bigger. He's pretty, pretty good where he is, in my opinion. Um, and just a little bit more ring generalship. I think, comes off cheesy sometimes too which is fine but you just gotta watch that yep and i think you know think about the way i guess the rock started i kind of well i'll kind of put it towards that like he came off super cheesy at the beginning then he kind of developed that persona turned into the heel got all that going and and you know i think if they do that with ford get him a little more serious something in a little more serious role and get rid of that cheesiness a little bit do you see him him turning on uh, Dawkins, or do you see Dawkins turning on him? Do you see the push as the heel or the face? He's got to turn on him. He's got to be the heel. I feel like he's got to be the heel. He's got to turn on him. He's got to throw him through the plate, through the glass barbershop window. It's got to be Ford doing it. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, like I said, Bianca retains over Carmella. Ronda retains over Natty, which leads to the Liv Morgan cash-in, which I thought was a really crappily produced cash-in. Um, yeah, craptastic. Nice little uh, horrible roll-up for the finish. I'm like, come on. She could have done a move at least where Ronda was, you know, you know, granted, I liked the part where she got her right away, which was fine, but then she couldn't keep it, and she could have done something different. Uh, anyway, I, I mean, they, they just really protected the shit out of Ronda, which is un, unbelievably unnecessary, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> She's Teflon. I agree. Give her, give her, at least give her your finisher or whatever, and, and then pin her, you know? And then Theory goes ahead and wins the Money in the Bank as a last-second entrant. Um, kind of talked about that. Any thoughts overall from the Money in the Bank card? Any of the matches? Anything going forward that, that you wanted to get out there? Because right now, I mean, I'm. it's pretty much all I got. It was an interesting card. I wasn't as excited as I usually am, but I really enjoyed it. I liked the way they did it. I think you know as kind of as we expected you know the ones we looked forward to the uso street poppers match was was fantastic 
and the money in the bank matches were, were very good, you know, fun to watch, you know, that's what sells this one for the most part. So I, I we were, I thought we were all kind of on the right page with what was going to be fun with this pay-per-view. The Lashley thing surprised me. I think it surprised a lot of people, but then when it happened, you just knew theory was going to come in and, and win that money in the bank and just kind of do that transfer over. Um, I just looking forward as they start building to SummerSlam, I'm, not feeling great about that because it seems like they're just in a sense running a lot of this stuff back because it, it just seems that Usos and Street Profits the way that match finished is going to be a rematch. They're doing Theory and Lashley again right currently right now. Uh, Natalia Liv Morgan fine. Um, it's just it's at this point kind of seems and Carmella beating up Bianca at the end of that match as well after the bell seems like they're going to lead up to another one of those matches. So it's like. Am I just going to see all the same stuff again going into SummerSlam with the addition of actually a WWE Championship match? I don't know. Right now, the build just doesn't seem great for SummerSlam, so I'm a little lackluster in that moving forward. Can't blame you. Can't blame you one bit. I'm still going to watch. Um, so it's been put out there. Before we move on here, take a commercial break and get into some Seinfeld 331st edition of the DWI podcast right here, Chairshot Radio Network. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. I guess it's been put out there that Vince is Vince has paid out like twelve million dollars to keep four different relationships quiet. Um and the problem is is that he gave the one a raise and a and a you know because of it, and that's just misuse of company money, and when you're public you you get caught or you get people get mad when you're not public. You do whatever the fuck you want. Cause it's just you. Um, well not whatever, but any, any new thoughts or anything on what, you know, this has had any effect on anything or what you could see happen going forward. I know, I know trips is back down in Orlando. Great place to train Shotzi, but any last thoughts on Vinny or anything like that? <laughs> uh, here it comes. Uh, you know, I think we talked about this, like this isn't it. Like, there's going to be more coming out, right? I, I just, you, know, you knew it kind of that wasn't the only one. And then at some point, the rest was going to come out, and it's it's going to start coming out, and that's, it's scary. And that's why I think we figured, you know, he ain't coming back in any capacity as, as any CEO or anything like that. And I, uh, you know, eventually, he's eventually, there's not going to be enough Fall Guys for that, <laughs> you know? So. I I mean, to me, it's interesting because no one's brought up like. <sighs> to me, it seems like the way this narrative is being told is that Vince had a relationship with these women and then they didn't want to have a relationship anymore and wanted money to keep it quiet. As opposed to you haven't really heard anything like, oh, Vince pressured me into this or he's a bad guy or he's like a predator. Do you know what I'm saying? I have sure. no idea what the story is, but you haven't heard anything in that light i suppose the money payouts would have been buying silence because these women weren't the one to break the story i believe i mean yeah i i imagine there's more to it than what we've heard so far i yeah we obviously we don't know until we hear all the facts and all this stuff like that but that part hasn't necessarily come out but you know <sighs> yeah you're paying off them for what then to not tell linda obviously he had to have been you know you know, you're that seems more like a that seems more like a Bill and Hillary relationship than anything, to be honest. Yeah. 
So I I don't know, and it could be they weren't pressured into it. It could be that they were. I you know I don't know what obviously what Bill's cheating on me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, we definitely well, are a long way from the end of it. Yeah, I guess stay tuned to the most interesting storyline in the WWE. But uh, for now, you're listening to 331st edition of the DWI podcast. We're going to take a quick commercial break and then come back and talk about nothing. This is ChairShot Radio Network. You can find it on all of your favorite streaming platforms and also at thechairshot.com where we enjoy it. Enjoy. We enjoy you to encourage your day the ChairShot way by always using your You got it. Always use your head. I think you did that the other day. Yeah, use your head. We'll be back. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. So what's really interesting right now is that I did record my Seinfeld bite. But the problem is, is that I didn't put it into my soundbar, so you had to listen to me tell you the story about not having the soundbar uh, bite ready to go so I could put the soundbite into my soundbar. Here's the soundbite. From my soundbar, Seinfeld, the dog. So I'm on the plane. We left late. Pilot says we're going to be making up some time in the air. Well, I thought, well, isn't that interesting? Just make up time. That's why you have to reset your watch when you land. Of course, when they say they're making up time, obviously, they're increasing the speed of the aircraft. Now, my question is, if you can go faster, why don't you just go as fast as you can all the time? Come on, there's no cops up here. Nail it. Give me some gas. We're flying. Yeah, and I got to tell you, as a person who genuinely, truly does not enjoy, rather rather dislikes flying, and everybody who's ever flown with me can attest, I would very much encourage the pilots to go as fast as they possibly can safely. Um, <laughs> if, if we're going, if we're going like 650, that's that's uh, you know economy wise, that's a good thing on gas for the for the you know the plane or the for the company. But if you can go 900 miles an hour, go ahead. Let's get there quicker. That's less time in the year. I'm not going to feel any worse than I already do up there because you're going 250 miles an hour fast. Strap a Jado unit onto that fucker. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> they don't fly the Concord jets anymore, do they? No, I don't think so. Those flew like what? 11, 1200? Right, yeah, could get up to 1,000. No. I mean, that's, that's, that's a, much. That's a quick. That makes your trip from New York to London go a lot quicker. Yeah. I can't remember what I flew when we went to Amsterdam. I don't know. It was like 16 hours, though, to go from Detroit to Amsterdam. A 16-hour flight. That's a movie title. Detroit <laughs> to Amsterdam. Think about that. Think about Detroit. Hold on. Let's just... I really want everybody listening in, Dan, to think about this right now. Just think... Of, first, think about Detroit. Okay. Now, forget Detroit. Now think about Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now think about Detroit to Amsterdam. <laughs> and now think about coming back from Amsterdam <laughs> to Detroit. 
<laughs> I think you're making it back. <laughs> Not legally. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, be careful what you do when you're outside the country. I think uh, the whole Brittany Griner thing is uh, more than... Uh, Fair warning. I, I, I would like to say that, yes, it is very, very much wrong that she's being held there for what had happened. But I can also tell you that you couldn't not take it with you on the plane. <laughs> That's all it I took. I have no idea. I don't know why That's anybody and, bothers trying to do that. But anyway, okay. Oh, yeah, trying to get past the plane shit now after 9-11? Good luck. You ain't, getting, you ain't getting through there. No. It's, it wouldn't bring my, I couldn't get my popcorn salt through there, so, you know. So. You're better off sending it FedEx or or UPS or the United States Mail, to be honest with you, to yourself. <laughs> 100% on. Anyway, Seinfeld, the dog. Speaking of drug-sniffing dogs, too, you got to watch out for them. Speaking of dogs, Seinfeld, episode four, the dog. And planes. Speaking of dogs, planes. I mean, got them all. Two hundred seats on the plane, Dan, and he ends up sitting next to this guy. So this drunken idiot is is hammered. Is he British? Is I don't know. Yeah, he's definitely had a British accent. Uh, so yeah, I don't know the actor's and name, but that, and he's got that that voice you used to use when you were a kid when you would pretend to be drunk. Yeah. Tend to be drunk and pretend to be British at the same time. <laughs> so not only does this episode start with this man annoying Jerry on the plane, but then the guy decides to have an episode and he's traveling with his dog and baggage, which some dogs don't make it out of baggage. I don't That's think they store them. Scary. I don't think they store them out there anymore. Uh, but anyway, they have to make an emergency stop in Chicago to get this guy to the hospital. But... His dog is in luggage, so they're not going to drop the luggage out or go get it. He needs someone to take his dog until he gets back to New York. They ask him if he knows anybody on the plane, and he says, oh, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry's yeah, how you looking doing? backwards oh, yeah. like, no, me, not me, not me. Turns around and goes, oh, hey, how you doing? Doing okay there? <laughs> I love he's laying there having this episode, and Jerry's just sitting there with his, reading his magazine still. He's just... <laughs> Like finally, this guy stopped talking to me. Right. Uh, so Jerry decides to take the dog because this is television and we need a story. Even though the show's about nothing, it's not. Not enjoying his time with the dog is Jerry. It's a loud dog. Uh, Farful. Farful. Farful, you fucker. Farful uh, fucker. Wants to take that, he wants Nobody. to take that dog to the pound. Nope. Heard that. That's my <laughs> trying to find a soundbite here that I want to play, but I don't know if I can find it. It's funny you never see the dog, too. He's just sitting in back of Jerry's uh, bedroom. Just You just hear the barking. and You never actually see the dog. But it's funny. That, well, that's, uh, probably, that's probably Larry David. What do we need the dog for? <laughs> and we got to take care of the dog. All yeah. we got to do is hear the dog. All we just need is some soundbites of barking dog. That's all we need. <laughs> So Jerry's having a hell of a time yeah. taking care of this dog. Uh, meantime, oh. he hasn't been out. He doesn't want to leave the house because the dog is tearing everything up, right? Yeah. And all the rest of this stuff. So Jerry and George and Elaine have this plan to go see 
prognosis negative. Prognosis a, a negative. That's come out. And Jerry doesn't want to leave the apartment because the dog's crazy. And he's still waiting for this guy to call him and take his dog back. And DP, George and Elaine are very skeptical to be alone together as friends. Elaine even mentions that she feels like they're friends-in-law. Yeah, this is the first time we get to see them, generally them to interact on their own without Jerry as the third person. And it, it's like a, it's a, a step into their relationship. We get a little deeper into their, them two and their own relationship and how like, yeah, without Jerry, they have nothing to talk about. They are not, uh, not conversationalists together. Except Jerry. That's the only thing they have to talk about. Did you ever see him throw up? <laughs> uh, and I think it's hilarious too, as you get later in the episode is like Jerry finds out that Elaine and George met up for some reason and Elaine was like, yeah, we met up to discuss why we didn't have anything to talk about. <laughs> right. So here's a soundbite I wanted to play because nobody's named Farful. I am McLovin. Uh, no, you're not. No one's McLovin. McLovin's never existed because that's a made-up, dumb fairy tale name, you That's how I feel about Farful. Um, I don't think anybody names their dog Farful except the drunk British guy on the plane. The other thing that's going on is Kramer. And you learn an important lesson about your friends and their relationships in this story. <laughs> because sometimes the breakups don't take, and you may just be saying stuff about the person's ex to help them feel better, but you might mean it, and if they get back together, you're kind of screwed. The first one never takes. The first breakup never takes is the rule. And, yeah, they come off and say... Well, I can't remember the lines they both said, but they he, she, uh, Elaine compared... Her to, I can't remember now. Damn it, a car accident. I can't remember. Something with her voice, I think. Uh, Jerry asked why. Why no one had killed her yet? No one had killed her yet. Yeah, Jerry said why anybody killed her yet. But then, of course, Kramer gets back together, and he says, "From now on, you were walking past each other in the hallway. We don't know each other." <laughs> He takes his pot. He takes his cooking pot away from Jerry's apartment. Take it my pot. <laughs> Take it my pot. <laughs> and a little, to, you know, I mean, to everybody's, uh, to nobody's dismay. Uh, days later, Kramer's back, and uh, hey, how's it going? Uh, you were right. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, we broke up. <laughs> that is one of the. That is one uh, very good scenes, though, of, of Kramer doing the breakup. And why don't you do something with your life? How could someone like me be with someone like you? <laughs> You'd contribute nothing to society. <laughs> yeah, Kramer has got, you know, and the, the story next scene, about... next scene of him doing yeah. the, oops, I take it all back. I take it all back. I love you. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of times on set, the story is you'd see Kramer off in a corner even looking at a mirror and practicing this, his facial expressions and his sounds. And it would just sound really crazy to people walking by. And over the years, they figured out what he was doing. And his type of comedy that he delivers in this sitcom, don't think he just goes out there and wings it. He's very smart and intelligent and direct with what he was trying to do as a character. Oh, yeah. It's, it's you know, they're, 
they have a specific thing they're doing. Yeah, they practice that shit. Like his over the top antics is the the you know kind of prop falls and like the stumbling around going into doors and all that stuff. I mean that's yeah he's that takes a lot of practice to do. That's a it's an art of comedy and it's it works for that character and that and what he does and he took that into other places. You know he didn't just do it on Seinfeld. I mean it was the same character he did and. UHF with Weird Al in that movie and you know it's just it's a good character something no one yeah else like I think Pla- really. right and I think Platt said it before and a lot of people have kind of thrown this out there it's well known that there there were three great character actors and Jerry Seinfeld and that's what worked <laughs> it like if Jerry would have been a better actor the show might not have been as good as it was to be honest with you that's interesting Uh, yeah, maybe. A lot. I mean, think about it. Like a lot. <laughs> it's well, funny because we. I don't think we talked about it last episode, but when Elaine was yelling Stella, Jerry's mom was like breaking. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many takes that took because as we go down the line, um, Julia, Julia, and um, Ben Stiller, uh, Jerry, Julia, Jerry Stiller have some amazing interactions and even some of them you can you can see some outtakes even in the end credits that they've shown you and yes man jerry stiller is just a freaking genius the casting for this was amazing so well, and i you think know, kudos that's part of it david. like I, you know it's larry it's, i'm sure it's larry david or whoever was doing larry the casting david. and jen jerry like they surrounded like obviously like you knew jerry was like i i'm not a good actor i gotta surround myself with the right people and that's what they did and yeah even the not just the main folks with yeah Alexander and Kramer and uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus, but yeah, getting Jerry Stiller in there and um, Estelle Harris and you know just some great actors that could do that stuff. And yeah, <laughs> I can't wait till we get to some of those with Jerry <laughs> or with that uh, Jerry Stiller and Elaine <laughs> doing their stuff. I uh, I can already picture some of them, which is so funny. <laughs> so. We already alluded to Kramer, blah, blah, blah. So Jerry ends up, so they're all set to go out to the movie and see prognosis negative. And they're going to drop the dog off at the pound because this guy hasn't called Jerry. It's been like, what, two weeks or something? Five. I thought it was five days. I want to say it was five days. Oh, was it five days? Yeah, because he said he was going to be called in two. Maybe it's longer. Maybe it's been two weeks after that because I think he called after five days maybe. Because the first one, it was three days, and then they were like, where the hell is he? Yeah. And then they were going to go on it first. I think, right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, regardless of that point, they're going to go out again. But then Elaine talks Jerry into not taking the dog to the pound. She'll stay and watch it, and George and Jerry can go see a different movie. Well, George and Jerry get in line, and they can't go see a different movie because the only movie that you Ponce can get tickets for on. is... No, Ponce de Leon, they called it. And I'm like, that's Ponce fucking, they no sold the shit out of, they no sold the shit out of calling it Ponce de Leon. Yeah. And then I think Jerry, didn't Jerry so call it Ponce at 1.2? Ponce yeah, de, maybe, de Leon? Like, I, I can totally see them going, yeah, just mispronounce it and no sell the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> so they go see Prognosis Negative and... George talks Jerry and Jerry talks himself into it at the window and they buy the ticket and they walk away and Jerry goes, 
I'm a dead man. And George goes, yeah, you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. So now <laughs> he's trying to hide the fact that they went and seen the movie. And Elaine wants to go see it. And apparently, as excited as they were, George and Jerry walked out of the movie. It was so bad. And now he has to go see it again with Elaine. <laughs> yep. That's why you don't do that kind of stuff. That's what you get. That's what you get. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If it was me and I did that, and it was that bad, I'd fess up and be like, yeah, I ain't going to fucking see it. Yeah. Like, I already saw it. It's terrible. Don't bother. I don't know. So, very it's solid a different time, though, too. So. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. I think the end comes, the guy picks the dog up. He actually calls while they're out at the movie. Elaine's pissed. She's going, you don't pick this dog up by the end of the night. He's humped his last leg. Uh, the guy picked the dog up. The end of the show is the drunk guy from the plane has his dog who you don't see because the chain, the leash goes outside the outside corner of the door. So you still don't see the dog. So as he stands in Jerry's doorway and Jerry at the door with it half open, the old man says, I bet within a month you'll call me to come visit the dog. And Jerry goes, I bet I never see you and your dog for the rest of my life. And that's the end (laughs) of the show. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's a interesting one i mean it's something that would probably never happen in this day and age with the you know having someone on a plane have to take care of somebody else's dog but um it's just it's an interesting one of learning about the relationship between george and elaine and, and sure. for the biggest part you know was was that i think was the big story is how those three interact together and apart so I, I I really liked it in that sense that it it really expanded the relationship there. Would you put this episode in the top half of Seinfeld episodes ever for you, or would it go into the lower half of Seinfeld? Not saying it's bad, just saying would it get in the top? Would it would it reach the top fifty percentile or not? Um, I, I don't, don't think it would. That it would. I don't think it would. I think there's a lot of episodes from season three like that. Um, And I won't name them until we get to them, but I will definitely tell you that within the next, let's just say, I won't give it away because if I say the next number of episodes, I'll just say within the first 10 episodes, I think there's three of them that I'm not, they're, they're good. They're just not as great as the others. And the dog is one of them. So, Um, however, Next week, we'll be covering the library, and that is definitely in the top 50 percentile, most oh. likely even higher. So, Which, well, I won't, I won't ask. I'll watch it, but I'd like, which library when episode? George, when, George, when George took the book in the bathroom, that's, we're a ways, yes. away, from, we're a ways oh, no? away from that. Is this Bookman? Yeah. This is, this is yeah, the guy, the library detective that's the out library to The library detective. That just passed away recently, too, RIP. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a fantastic episode. So the synopsis that you can find for this episode for next week is the library contacts Jerry about an overdue book dating back to 1971. According to Kramer, with a fine of five cents a day for 20 years, the cost could come to (laughs) (laughs) $50,000. Fantastic. So we'll look forward to that. Um, That's all we got for you guys this week. Before we get out of here, I just want to say shout out to Christopher Platt. You can follow him at The Real C Platt. And shout out to AJ Belaz, both out on assignment. You can follow him at Phenomenal AJB. Any last thoughts this week, DP, from anything? 
we've talked about, anything we didn't talk about. Boy. How drunk uh, are you going to get tonight? Um, not very, because uh, the family's coming over tomorrow to help do some packing and moving. So We're not moving, but packing up for the move, so but I just, gotta be... What's that? Just enough. But just enough? Just enough to make me feel better about myself this afternoon, or this evening, so that I can... Uh, <laughs> actually do some stuff around here because I don't feel like doing it, goddammit, and I know I have to, and I'm not looking forward to any of this shit. I just want it to yeah. be over with, um, which I'm sure you know. Uh, yeah. So. Sound like I feel at the beginning of my work day. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I don't want to do any of this shit, but I know I have to be here. <laughs> Alright, fellas. I know I have to be here. Let's just get through this day. Right. If you can leave right. me alone as long right. as possible, that would be fantastic. Exactly. All right, folks. So we hope you've enjoyed a little bit of an abbreviated version of the DWI podcast this week. Um, you can follow me at PC Tunney on Twitter and Facebook. Make sure you're following at Chairshot Media for everything on the Chairshot.com. Head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the Chairshot. And you know, Chairshot Radio Network has a plethora of of podcasts that are just excellent and you can find that wherever podcasts are streamed dp you can follow me all over the worldwide social media interwebs at it's me dpp and make sure you're following this show on facebook at facebook.com slash dwi podcast and i can't remember because you know you just talked to talk but uh at podcast dwi on twitter if you didn't say it um so there you I go and uh yeah and uh yeah definitely go follow uh Joey Bag of Donuts there on Twitter. Uh, Joey Bag of OV Donuts. Um, I, for some reason, I don't know why. I wasn't following him before the show last week, and I started following him. It's fantastic. So definitely go check him out on Twitter as well. Bro, big ass mosquito just came up and I whooped his ass. I flat, I can see it flatten on the wall. I'm gonna go clean that up, but he ain't gonna be fucking drawing my blood. Wow. Acknowledge me. Yeah. You've also been listening. Wait. Bye. I got. I got nothing else. D W. Bye. I gotta come up with a new out. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.